Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. So the previous video taught you how to use the general physical glare selective effects to create additional glare and starbursts through the camera lens. This was all done procedurally and there are so many variations you could experiment with. However, if you can't find or create what you're looking for, the next step is to use a custom aperture or lens noise pattern to design the look that you may not be able to achieve procedurally. If you'd like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast, please type the displayed link in your web browser. Now, the first thing you need to know about custom aperture and lens noise patterns is that they are considered external inputs. Therefore, in order to use them, you need to use the Matchbox node in Batch or Batch Effects. The Image Timeline Effects does not support external inputs. So switching over to Batch, I have already loaded the downloaded media. Let's start off by loading Physical Glare through the Matchbox node. In the browser, the shader is located towards the bottom of the list. Now when using the Matchbox node, all your mats and constraints need to be built beforehand. For example, looking at the source clip in the viewer, I only want the camera glare effect on the vertical strip of lights. If you go back to Batch and connect the source clip into the first input of the Matchbox node, when you look at the result, the entire image is affected by the physical glare. So let's quickly create a mask to isolate that area. Go back to the Batch node bin and drag out a GMOSK Tracer node into the schematic. Connect the source clip into the red GMOSK Tracer input. Double-click the GMOSK Tracer for its controls and press F1 for the media front view. In the node bin, Double-click the GMOSK node and draw a 4-point mask to isolate this vertical strip of lights. Once you're done, press F4 to see the result mat. Now let's connect this and the source into the physical glare shader. Go back to Batch and connect the GMOSK Tracer output into Input 2. When you double-click the Matchbox node for its controls, and switch to the result view with F4, the glare is only affecting the vertical strip of lights, but it's very faint. Push the highlights gain to 20. So the glare is affecting all those lights constrained by the mask. Switch the output viewing to highlights. The physical glare is generating off these highlights in the image. Set the highlight noise to around 0.8 and this will randomize the effect. If you switch back to the result, the glaring is more random. But since this is less glare than before, you need to increase the glare gain to about 35. So this is what you get procedurally, and you can run through all the various settings and tweak it as much as you want. Now if you wanted to use a custom aperture instead, you need to supply it as an external input. So go back to Batch and let's create one. You could obviously load a pre-made aperture, but you can easily create one here. In the Batch node bin, 
drag out a colour source node. Double click the node for its controls and change the colour to black. Now the aperture does not need to be huge for the glaring effects. So change the size to 300 by 300. And remember to set the ratio to width by height. Next drag out a paint node and connect the colour source into it. Call up the paint controls and look at its result. Change the range from current frame to sequence. Now paint one diagonal stroke on the canvas. That's all you need for now and we'll make more later. Go back to batch and connect the output of paint into the fourth input which is for a custom aperture pattern. Go back into the physical glare matchbox and things still look the same as before. Switch to the starburst menu and click Use Aperture Input. So that single paint stroke has totally changed the look of the physical glare. You can adjust the focal length of the camera, but the procedural blade number and offset angle are disabled. If you switch to the starburst output viewing, you can see the starburst pattern generated by the custom aperture input. Go back to the output result. Now if you want to keep customising the glare, you can do that but I also recommend using the contextual views. Go back to batch and set a context on the matchbox node by holding the equals keyboard shortcut and clicking on the node. Set that to context 1. Now double click the paint and press ALT 2 for a 2 up viewer. One viewer should have the paint canvas using F4 and the other should show the contextual viewer by pressing space 1. So if you paint a few more strokes on the canvas, you can see it directly influencing the look of the starbursts. Now you can use other processing nodes to further develop the look. For instance, swipe back to batch and add a 2D transform node after the paint node. When you look at the controls and viewer and adjust the transform controls, you can manipulate the pattern as much as you like. So that's using a custom aperture pattern. The custom lens noise is not that different so let's quickly set one up. Swipe back to batch and drag out a substance noise node. In the browser, choose scripture. Now external lens noise patterns need to be connected into input 5. You might want to add an elbow node by holding A and clicking on a connection to keep the flow graph neat. Double click on the matchbox node for its viewer and controls. Now a very important point to remember is that you can either use an aperture input or a lens noise input. You can't use both at the same time. So in the starburst menu, disable the aperture input. Go to the lens noise menu and enable Use noise input. If you look at the starburst output view, you can see the difference between the procedural noise and the external noise input. Once again, you can create this texture in flame or you can create an external one. 
switch back to the result view and go to the Substance Noise Controls. Ensure you are looking at the result view of the Substance Noise and the contextual view of the Matchbox node. When you adjust any property, this will have a direct effect on the lens noise being applied by Physical Glare. You can add more nodes into the flow graph and similar to the custom aperture, you can keep developing the look of Physical Glare. Now if you return to the Physical Glare shader controls and switch back to a single view with ALT 1, you can still increase the dirt or scratch density and you can also adjust the look of the scratches created by the glare. So that's how you can use a custom aperture or a custom noise pattern to create a completely unique physical glare. As a reminder, custom patterns only work with the Matchbox node in Batch or Batch Effects. Now another scenario that can happen is that you want to add glare to a light, like headlamps for example, but the light source was never there to begin with. So in the next video, you'll learn how to use physical glare with action and generate physical glare effects using the 3D lighting. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2019. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching. Thank you.